0: Hey brother! Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs>
1: Welcome to season seven, episode three of Match Wits. I'm your host, Stephen Patrick, alongside my brother Christopher Michael.
0: That's me. You see what I did there? Yeah, I did. I, it I
1: changed it up. I used our middle names, like cool. we're in trouble.
0: So now everybody has our full names. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's good. That's you that's... want to give us our our birth dates and our social security numbers? F- yeah, f- we'll do first that. Dog- Our first dog's name? Yeah, got it. That was Shelley. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So, if this is your first time, uh, N- Matchwits is a nostalgia-infused pop culture podcast. I'm the nostalgia. Chris is the pop culture. Uh, we talk about a ton of different things. Uh, we try to focus. Like I, I give Chris a topic um, Wednesday or Thursday during the week. We try to prepare up, and this might be one of those episodes where we might not
0: exactly get to the topic. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Well, this is yeah. this is news to me because I was prepping as that was the topic, and now you're telling me that we're never going to get to the topic, so now I, no. all the prep work that I've done is all for naught. No. Well,
1: I, I said so we may not get to it. So there's a couple things that I want to go through first and foremost before we jump in, and and what I texted Chris this week was, and I, I probably should pull it up, it was like family-centric sitcoms, right? So these would be... Television sitcoms where they, it all takes place within a like a nuclear family of some sort.
0: Um, that's not fair. Wanted, that, hmm? That's not fair. You didn't say nuclear family.
1: Well, you no, know. yeah,
0: you're talking about traditional family, dude, and that's just not the way it is anymore. Well,
1: like, I, I, was... yeah, okay, maybe not traditional, but I, I, I do want to get into like the evolution of the whole, you know, sitcom family from. You know, Lucy and Desi all the way up through, you know, you know, Modern Family and some of the ones we have today. So but before we do that, there's a couple of things that we've gone through on on the prior podcast that I just I just want to bring up with you and go through those. So uh, first, first and foremost, and this is where, you know. I don't always like to give my brother credit, but I'm going to give my brother some credit on this. Uh, and, no, you, and
0: you don't, you don't like to give me credit. Period. No, you don't have to put any modifiers or quantifiers on that.
1: No, but 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 when credit is due, I will give it. I will not withhold credit when it's due. Yes, you will. I think a lot of times, like <laughs> yes, you know, you will. you you're yes, like you're, it's you're...
0: it's rarer that you swallow your pride and give me credit than it is that the credit is not justified.
2: All right,
1: mm. so. You told me what 3 maybe 4 weeks ago to watch The Boys. Yep. On Amazon Prime, <laughs> yep. which I finished last night, which was awesome.
0: Awesome. And you can't what? wait for the next season to come out. The That's way
1: what I mean. So first of all, first of all, and and we haven't done this in a while. Uh, I'll preface everything that we're going to do here is th- th- this in particular with th- The Boys there's gonna be spoilers, so if you haven't watched it, stop the podcast, go watch it, and come back. Um, Not necessarily. <laughs> what? You know what you know,
0: spoilers. Like, do we need to have the spoiler discussion again? Like, does it really ruin it if okay. it's well? If it's well done, shouldn't matter. No, you're right. You're right. I'm
1: shouldn't just glad I didn't know what happened. So, there, there, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of themes in the boys, which is why I like it. It was completely nothing that I thought it was like what it was going to be going in, which is.
0: It's better well, to go into it blind too. Like even, even watching the trailer to a certain extent reveals a little bit too much. I like it. I, when, so, when Aaron told me about it, like I was like, all right, can we just watch it? And she was like, well, show me the trailer. That's how you usually get me to watch things. I was like, yeah, but I think it's better if you just watch it. And she was like, okay, well, what's it about? I was like, it's about superheroes. And she goes, oh, okay. She was like, I like, I like the superhero stuff. And then you put it on. And then the first. We're doing spoilers, Steve. So, like, in the first, what, 90 seconds, two minutes, like, the opening sequence, a woman gets hit by the fastest man alive while he's running super <laughs> and explodes in his face. Like, it's this really lovey-dovey scene where him, like, you know, they're shopping or something mm-hmm. and they're flirting and he gives her this big passionate kiss and it's in slow-mo and there's all this pretty music and then... The superhero,
2: runs she's into
1: liquefied it. <laughs> and he's there holding, holding her hands. Her hands. <laughs> like, and I, like, there are scenes in that show where I had <laughs> closed my eyes and turned my head. Like, it is, it is gory, like, yeah. it Good. is like. And that Good. was a smack you in the face, like to your point. Like within two minutes of that show, yep. you see that you see a normal average guy working at an electronic store, yep. talking to his girlfriend about moving in together, and then she is
0: liquefied. Liquefied. <laughs> and he and doesn't and, and the superhero doesn't stop. And he just goes he's all sweaty and he's just like, I can't stop and just runs off because he ran through a woman. We <laughs> liquefied a woman yeah. because he was
1: all cranked out on what, what do they call it? The uh, something V Compound yeah. V Compound
0: V, yeah. But B? it's still, right. I don't care. It, it what? doesn't matter. The MacGuffin. We can call it, we can call it, <laughs> <operative>, <laughs> right? The, the compound MacGuffin. But no, the whole, the, the deconstruction of the superhero and the, 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 the cult of superhero worship that we've gotten to in popular culture like this came around as like the perfect time because marvel's kind of went through its big arc and now it's building back up to whatever it's so there was a little bit of a down a down period that you were kind of looking for a superhero outlet and then you get this which is a hard punch in the face when it comes to like it's it dude it's one of the most gruesome superhero things that you've ever seen but that's always been kind of my argument about some of the stuff that you see is glossed over it. It, They don't gloss over it in the boys at all. Like laser vision, like Superman's laser vision should be grotesque. Like it should (laughs) saw people in half and that like, it shouldn't be like, it's, it should be gruesome. And it is in the boys. Like it's one of those things that you see it and you're like, yeah, that's probably what would happen if someone had fucking laser eyes. Right. And and so and then the whole deconstruction of these are normal people with these powers. Does it make them Captain America? Like Captain America had the innate noble uh, honesty, that that shucks mentality of doing what is right because that is inherently what is right. And then they made they gave him powers. Like these other people got powers, and they could have been pieces of garbage before <laughs> right. they they had powers, and now they just have powers.
1: Right, and they yeah. do, I mean, from an artistic standpoint, right, I mean, they tackle a lot of the big concepts, right? They tackle hero worship, they tackle God, they tackle, they tackle beliefs, yep. right? The idea of what is who is good and what is good and doing it for the right reason. Like, mm. you go through this whole thing feeling for Butcher,
2: <sighs>
1: and then you end up like, what? Like, yeah. you, the, the way the whole the whole season ends, you're just like, you're completely thrown for a loop, and then you're like, I was on this guy's side but like was he was he in the right who's in the right like
0: there are no heroes
1: Exactly that
0: that's the concept of the show is there's is no such thing as heroes there's no such thing as as the purest of the pure like I always come back to Captain America because that's one of the his superhero traits is that I will do what is right no matter what like no matter what the cost is, they will right. always do what is right. Well, that's not how humanity works. That's not how we operate as a, as a species. It's always right. for self-interest. And,
1: and, and I, and I like how they, I don't want to say take a swing, but they use superpowers that are really close to the DC and Marvel universe. Oh sure. well,
2: yeah. Right. You've like got Steven the Superman
1: the- type. You've got the, you've got the, the, the flash guy, right. With a, a train, they're he's all there are the archetypes deep. now. Like yeah. Yeah, he's got Aquaman. The one I can't figure out which is intrigues the hell out of me is Black Noir.
0: Alright. Do you do you want spoilers? Because I know I know what I know everything about because, Black Noir.
1: Wait, the isn't the boys a comic or a graphic it's novel a com- or?
0: It's a yeah, it's a comic. It's a yeah, a graphic novel. I forget who did it. I think it's Garth Ennis or, or one of those guys. But yeah, no, I I've read it. I know who Black Noir is. And I don't I could tell you. Don't but, tell me. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things that yeah you might when you find out who it is you're like oh that shows it's it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's the best way I can put it. It is it's just it's fucked up. Like it's just one of those things that
1: yeah, because he's like a, yeah he or she is like a, uh, yeah. It's a he? It, yeah, yeah. It, but it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a reveal, right? Because he's got yeah. the you oh, don't yeah. know who it is. He got, hasn't
0: ta- he hasn't said anything. In the co- yep. he talks, I think he talks in the comics, if I remember yeah. correctly. I think he, he, he perpetually goes out of his way to annoy people in the comics. So it, it, that's one of the things that's lost. But the reveal, I think, it would be yeah. worth it. But the it, yeah, they they all of the superpower there's no, there's not real super new superpowers anymore, Steve. So like even <laughs> Superman has been around for what is it seventy five years now. Something so they're, like that, yeah. They're, they're archetypes. It's it's the same thing right. of the jock or the brain or any of those things that they're just archetypes. So you put somebody that can fly, has laser vision and a cape, that makes them a Superman. You know what I mean? Like that makes right. him a, 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 an analogy for Superman. But you can do that with, I mean, all of them are. So you're just taking ones and they're putting their own independent spin on them and then taking what... Having those powers would do the person's psyche. The idea right. of the, the, the guy named Translucent, which that's not really what Translucent means. Like
2: it's,
0: <laughs> like I, I like that they made the joke about that. Like the guy that's invisible is a pervert. <laughs> like he right. Just, they, I think he, what is he? They, the one girl knows that he's standing in the room masturbating when they're like <laughs> having a conversation about it. And the, the way that they defeat him. You know what I mean? Like they, he's got bulletproof skin. So, like, what? How do you do it? You got to attack him from the inside. So <laughs> what, how, how would you do that? You would stick a bomb up his ass. And, right. But yeah, like that's that's smart in a weird way, in a, in a completely creepy. I would never read that in another comic book kind of way. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They. They. Yeah. They are like, pretty. They're pretty far out there. Like they don't. Uh, nothing is left.
0: And, and Carl, it's got Urban. some
1: perversion in it. It's got sure. like. I mean, to your point, within the first fifteen minutes, you've got the deep, like dropping his pants, and
0: like, dude, did you happen to see? anything like they're already shooting season two did you see what they came out like a calendar wise so apparently the guy chase crawford that plays the deep the actor that plays the guy that plays is the deep is apparently really big in the gay community so they shot like this gay centric deep uh calendar and it's already out that you can buy it so it's like him like sticking his ass out doing like the hand over the mouth thing (laughs) So it's like this whole thing of him trying to get back and like the cultural relevancy when he's stuck in Cleveland. Sandusky. Whatever. Yeah. Sandusky. (laughs) But so like they're like, they're leaning into this, this kind of alternate reality thing. And I I freaking love it. And anytime Carl Urban can use his real accent is awesome with me because he's from New Zealand, but I've never actually heard him use Right. Outside of like interviews and stuff, he's always like playing a Russian or playing an American and stuff like. That. But the does the main character look familiar to you? That kid that plays Huey.
1: Yeah, because you, you, and you told me this right. It was oh, it's yeah. uh, Dennis okay. Quaid and Meg yeah. Ryan's son
0: and Meg Ryan's kid. Yeah, a guy named yeah. Jack Quaid. And I was like the whole time I'm like his mannerisms are kind of reminding me of somebody. I was like, who the hell is this kid? I didn't, he's been on like a couple other teen drama-ish shows that I never watched. So I didn't recognize him, and then I looked it up. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I can see that. He reminds me a ton of my friend Mike O'Donnell, this stand-up comic that I'm friends with. Like, exact same goofy hair, same kind of awkward (laughs) disposition.
1: Nice. So great show. And then the other thing, again, I mentioned a little bit, the whole God thing, like with Annie being a,
0: hey, I thought
1: God, and then she realizes that they were all built in a lab. Yep. which completely changes it from being, you know, I was born this way. It's genetic. I mean, it is genetic, but it's genetically engineered. There's yeah. just, there's just a lot of good stuff in that. So yeah, it's smartly and, written. Uh, it, great writing. Great. It, I, like the whole thing was great. I, I, I loved it. And for me, right. Much like Chernobyl, much like eight episodes is great. <laughs> now, as long as I don't have to wait six and a half years for season two, like, Mindhunter, I'll be okay.
0: Well, let's, let's... All right. Six and a half years? Is that what we figured out? <laughs> I exaggerate. I, I, all right, I, I know you do, but that's not fair. In, the, in this argument, you were talking about it was... How long... Do we ever figure out exactly the, the length of time between when the last season of Mindhunter was released and this season was? It was almost two years. Two years. 24 months to put out 10 hours. To put out five movies, it took them Two years. It usually takes at least 3 or 4 years to make one 2-hour movie.
1: Come on. Shonda Rhimes can blast how, out how many 22 how, episodes of ER in or Grey's Anatomy in in 6 months. Come
0: on. Okay. Are you going to you're going to equate the quality of the two? No. There's a difference between turning like that's why <laughs> soap operas look like garbage and have terrible writing is cuz you can just churn them out because nobody cares cuz it's right. fake melodrama. Good have point. you watched any episodes of Mindhunter this year? Nope, that's tonight. Then that's what are tonight. you bitching about? Because um, like, I had to finish. It the was boys. out a week ago. It was out a week ago. You've been complaining for two months about it coming out. It got released. I know, but I was now. I in the boys.
1: Like I, I, it's I, not like I have this unlimited amount of time. But five. No
0: sleep. But you but, sleep when you're dead, dude. You, I know. But like, oh, I thanks to
1: thanks to sugar free Red Bull, and outdoor television watching, I finished the boys last night, and then I immediately went into it. I didn't finish it, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. Was. The Amazing Jonathan documentary. Okay. Have you seen it? It's on Hulu.
0: No, I watched five episodes of Mine Hunter. No, I did not have an episode. Or I did not have any. <laughs> right. I did not have any time to watch an Amazing Jonathan documentary right. on Hulu, which I don't have. Right. I have. I have my friend Sears login, so I can watch Castle Rock. <laughs> nice. That's about it. No, we
1: have Hulu, Netflix, and uh, that's it. Because we don't have. We cut the cord, so we How don't do you have,
0: have. You have Prime. Mm-hmm. Obviously.
1: And Prime. Yeah. And we pay. We get NFL Sunday ticket because we can't get satellite at our house. Nice. After 20 years as a DirecTV customer, we can't get satellite because
0: we have those huge trees and there's no direct line of sight. Uh, anyways, put quick on, on – on, d- Put one on the top of the tree in, the, in a really, really long cord. <laughs> yeah, it's going to work. Or we can just use the internet and all we really pay
1: for DirecTV for is Sunday tickets. I watch Browns who, you know – did not play great last night, but whatever. It's preseason. Okay. preseason. So I Amazing Jonathan. A couple of things about him. Um, I've seen – it's one of the few comedian whatever. I mean, and I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to classify Henry Rollins as a comedian because I've seen Henry Rollins like two or three times. But I've seen the Amazing Jonathan live twice. I saw him in Raleigh in like 98. And then I saw him again on our honeymoon in 2003 at – Wherever I think it was the Flamingo Hilton or wherever we were staying or something in Vegas, and great—he's just it was a great entertainer, and you know he does he does magic, he does comedy. He's just it's just it's, it's a great show. He's, he's a prop guy, kind
0: of like Carrot Top and some of the others. Oh, but, that is damning. You can't say he's a prop comic like Carrot Top.
1: Well, but you know, I, mean, I saw Carrot Top in college for a dollar. I mean, and I probably overpaid. Probably, um, no, but. So I'd seen him I like him. Like he's I just I it's a good act. It was funny, but this you, and you should watch this because it is insane. And I haven't finished it. So I should preface this whole thing. But I haven't finished it. I had to turn it off because it's hard to watch. Now why so, would I want to watch
0: it? <laughs> why would you he can- take somebody that I had a positive opinion of? Like, yeah, I probably knew he had his demons because he was always sweaty, but I don't even yeah, know but why his
1: demons are well. So <laughs> a couple things. So this guy Ben, so the the one that's on Hulu, is this guy Ben, does this documentary where he started and whatever, and he gets into filming and whatever, and you quickly realize that the amazing Jonathan was hooked on coke for twenty years, sure. and then he quit coke, and went to what he would call it, told everybody was speed, which is actually crystal meth, and he still to this day, is a <laughs> is a meth addict. Oh, so cool. So you yeah, have that like, you have that going on. You have this whole thing where he was diagnosed with a heart condition. They gave him a year to live. So he essentially retired, told everybody I have a year to live, I'm retiring from performing. That was like three years ago. So this guy Ben's making this document this documentary on him, and he's I don't know, he's a couple of weeks in, and then the amazing Jonathan has the guys that did um on a wire. Okay. The, the documentary on a wire, and did another one. You mean man
0: they're on gonna wire? They're going to make a
1: document. Hmm. You mean man on wire? Is that what it's called, man on wire? Yes. About the guy who walked through the between, between
0: the, the... the Empire the trade yeah. centers. Yes. And
1: they won like an Oscar for it. Yes, they did. Yeah. So those guys decided they're going to do an amazing Jonathan. So he gave them the okay. So now this guy Ben, who's making the documentary, gets into it, and now he's there with this other film crew. Nice. So now he's like, what the hell am I going to do? So he starts to make it a little bit more about him, like this guy, Ben, and him, like, like what the hell's going on? Like, the guy was making a documentary and invited this other. By the time I turned it off last night, Mason Johnson's back on the road. He is limping through old material, and he has four docu- four independent documentary filmmakers following him around. It's insane. Like the whole thing is just completely bonkers. It re- it reminds me a little bit of like Scott Weiland. If you saw the Scott Weiland, like when he was performing before he died, like literally people are prop like he's propping himself on stage, stumbling through old material. It's not good, and that's why I had to turn it off. Like it's just it. it <laughs> why would it's, you tell me to watch that then? I, I just I brought it up because it's I, I'm going to finish it, but.
0: It's, See, it's... this this is where you're gonna run into the problem that I have with that kind of stuff. Like we, you said yourself, you only have a limited amount of time to watch things. Like I, I agree, I have a little bit more time because I refuse to sleep. Like I just say, stay up <laughs> late and, and I get up early or whatever. I'll sleep when I'm dead. But that's why I don't watch that many dramas. Like, I don't watch anything that's, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff, I don't want to watch. Like, the real world with everything that's going on in this country and in the world at large, like, the Amazon's on fire, man. Like, it's affecting the global climate at a massive rate, and we don't even fucking care. So, one of those things, I'm not going to sit down, I'm not going to watch something that makes me feel, I've always felt that films should move you to an emotion. Right. And, but I can be selective about what emotion that is. Like, I, I don't want to feel sad about something that I used to enjoy. I don't want to find out that amazing Jonathan, a guy that used, I used to love seeing on whatever Young comic special or one of those. Oh, yeah, all the time. To, yeah,
1: he used to be on like the Friday, or Friday I, night, like late j- night. Comedy, the joke whatever. where
0: he, he loaded the gerbil into the gun and was going to shoot it into the the bent pipe that was going <laughs> to shoot it back over into the net that he had on his head and it was clearly just a paintball gun and he shoots it and it red splats against the board like he missed the pipe. Still makes me laugh. so But I don't want to know that the man has very little nose left from doing 20 years of cocaine and is now addicted to meth. like I just don't. I don't want to, man. Like, so don't tell me to watch that when you had to turn it off because it was too arduous of something to watch.
1: Yeah, it was, it, it's, it's hard to watch someone do that. But I want, because it's, the, the story's shifting. Like, there's less and less Jonathan, more and more this guy Ben telling his story about, like, why he got into filmmaking, why he was passionate about this project, and why it's, like, this, this bizarre now, like, all this behavior. So,
2: yeah. to your point, I, I, I get, Hot, but I'm going to.
1: Hard pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it. It was plus it was getting you yeah, know it was getting late. I don't have infinite time. All right, yeah, now
0: you're getting old. You need your rest,
1: right? <laughs> and oh,
0: um,
1: was it? There was one other thing. Oh, um, crap. Smooth. Oh, he so the one part. I'm oh, sorry, the one part that he, so he's like Amazing Jonathan, Like it, 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 it's 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 kind of wa- somewhere between watching. Mm-hmm. Hoarders and and um, um, intervention and all this like he's like his bedroom is like he's got this bed and there's like stuff all over it it's like messy and he like, he's like I like the paint and he's got his he's got his meth pipe under the bed and he'll just pull it out and he'll do a hit but he showed this picture which <laughs> it made me laugh it's like all right it's still in there it was a painting he did it was a picture of a pitcher holding a picture. Of a pitcher of
0: water. So it's a picture of a picture of a. It was picture a no, it was a, it was a
1: picture of a baseball pitcher yeah. holding a picture
0: of a pitcher of water. I thought that was kind of funny.
1: It's
0: very clever. It is. Anyways, well, good. good. In between his meth hits, he still can write good comedy. That's
1: yeah, cool. yeah. But <laughs> but watching him do his old bits like that, you know how he used to walk on stage and he would throw the micro like the mic stand, and then he would kick it and have it come back. Yeah. Like that was the way he always opened. He like his first show after not performing for three years, he does that. The microphone falls into the crowd. And about he's right. trying like, and he clearly, like it's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a train wreck, but anyways. All right. I got a couple other things to throw at you that just came out this week that I want your initial gut reaction on.
0: Is this going to be all the Disney stuff that just came out?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, it's not all Disney. So,
0: Kevin Smith, Masters of the Universe, in or out? Eh, it's animated. I don't. I don't watch Shira. I hmm. haven't really. Like it's He Man. I wasn't like I don't have any loyalty to He Man. Like, yeah, I was really into He Man growing up, but um, I don't care. I I like the fucking Dolph Lungern one. <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah, it's as, of... <laughs> I, I love the story about they just ran out of money. Like that was supposed to be this big, giant budget action movie. And it turned into they ran out of money and there was no more money coming and there there was nothing they could do about it. And so they had to do some kind of I, I don't even remember how it ended, but dude, it had Franklin Jella as Skeletor just having a blast being a villain for once or uh, it's Franklin Langella. He plays a lot of villains, but right. But I don't have any. I mean, I'm curious to see what Kevin Smith does with it, but it, it didn't really move the needle for me it wasn't one of those things when I read it or I saw it or I heard it I wasn't like oh yeah I'm definitely going to put that in my mental file decks and pull that back out when it comes I'm like yeah if someone tells me that it's good down the line sure but I don't hold like Masters of the Universe for me isn't G.I. Joe G.I. Joe is probably one of those ones like G. Mm. G.I. Joe and Mask you remember the show Mask with the cars that changed into other things and they could build into like a giant robot it was like American version of Voltron oh yeah yeah okay yeah if they did that I would be I would be like oh cool I really want to watch or if they I mean, Steve you and I share the same affinity for Gargoyles like if that ever came oh. back like bring Keith David back yeah you oh. got my interest there but Kevin Smith working in a Masters of the Universe universe Yeah. okay <laughs> I'm more oh, interested now you sit. got me
1: on a like I want to go Kickstarter a, a Gargoyles reboot that
0: show was so good so good and it was like it was underappreciated and it got lost to the ether but there's a lot of no, I, I you, mean that, that I got probably, the kids on
1: that early that might be one to
0: bring back with the kids, even though they're th- older now there might be somebody trying to do that it's the internet as soon yeah, as you yeah. think you have an original I internet. have them all
1: on a hard drive somewhere I downloaded them like yeah. years ago off of like BitTorrent
0: I, I remember you, you the first I, I don't even remember when you got those I remember we watched it in Erie with like Charlie when he was like younger Oh, yeah, yeah it's VHS tapes of some <laughs> of them. Yeah. Well, no, because we sampled that in the silent song, remember? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember that you sampled the Gargoyles line in a silent song.
1: the beginning of uh, In Again. Um, yeah, it was like the Now I'm, I'm Truly called Alone. The, the Goliath, Now I'm Truly Alone. Like, it's brilliant. That was, that was all a damn thing. Dan's the one who turned me out of the gargoyles.
2: Yeah.
1: Alright, so yeah, okay. So Masters Universe, cool, Kevin Smith's doing something. We'll see sure. what, what happens there. Um, I'm not gonna pound my fist on the table like I do for Mindhunter. Um <laughs> El Camino.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: Holy crap. I just like literally just saw the, the trailer. It is it's a breaking bad movie about Jesse Pinkman okay. after after oh. the whole the whole Walter White thing.
0: Dude, it came out 4 hours ago. <laughs> Did I not mention that I spent all day landscaping? Like, <laughs> literally. I didn't know. I mean, you know how like you're the pop culture
1: guy, I'm the nostalgia guy. But anyways,
0: it just <laughs> dropped, Steve, literally. I'm looking at the Netflix YouTube account. It dropped 4 hours ago. Yeah. cool I don't know like do you want me to watch it now and give you but yeah I'll be interested
1: (laughs) yeah it looks good they interviewed one of the um, one of his cronies like the trailer is the whole I can't remember his name one of the like one of the speed heads crap you'll recognize him when you see him and and he's like I'm not giving him up like you guys like he went through the ringer you know, they forced him to cook all that stuff. So yeah,
0: these are all like this. The the one that broke it was four hours ago, and everything else is from like three hours. Into, th- like, yeah, how do you expect me to know that? I don't know. Did you, you wa- Did you happen to new? see the? Did you see happen to see the trail? Yeah, I was getting caught up on Disney stuff, man. Did you see <laughs> the? Did you see the trailer for the Mandalorian?
1: Yes, that was the other one I wanted to talk to you about. So,
0: yep, count me in. I'm, I'm in a hundred percent
1: on El Camino. Like, I'm sure. in. I'll like, be an element. I, I'm, Jesse I'm, Pinkman, like, uh, you
0: know, and I'm
1: not, I'm, I'm, I'm always not a. It's always question, tricky revisiting question, stuff like that, but. Is everybody
0: back? I that's, don't know. That's what my. If Vince Gilligan didn't write it and and the, the, the cinematographer or at least one of the directors that they worked, you know what I mean? If it's just Jesse Pinkman, it's not going to be a hard sell for me. But if it's Vince Gilligan with the people that worked on Breaking Bad. Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. All right, this is makes for good radio. It's produced by Mark Johnson. Eh. Okay, Vince Gilligan wrote and directed it. Okay, yeah, I'm in. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Breaking Bad film falls after Jesse's dramatic escape from the captivity at the Nazi compound. Vince Gilligan's the director or the creator of Breaking Bad wrote and directed El Camino. No other cast members have been announced. And there's a couple of producers that I recognize and Aaron Paul's a producer and it's an association with Sony pictures. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Sure. I haven't watched the trailer, so I can't really speak to that, but I did see the trailer for the Mandalorian. And that's yeah, just- so let's talk, let's talk. So let's talk about that. So, sure. and this whole Disney
1: plus thing like, when do I sign up? Like, they can they can take my, what is it, nine,
0: $6 a month or whatever? You saw all the other announcements that they made, too? I saw like, that
1: they're going to do a, like, um, Ewan McGregor is going to come back as Obi-Wan and do a Obi-Wan Okay, series. so they,
0: yeah, they're doing that, and that's going to take place between the Solo, the Han Solo standalone movie, and the beginning of A New Hope, which, yeah, I'm in, because he was one of the best parts of the, the prequels. And I, I, yeah, he's a great yep. actor. And, and, and how does advantage. he become
1: Sir Alec Guinness Exactly.
0: Type, right? How does, how does he pretty basically retreat from society? So yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that. They announced a Moon Knight series, a Marvel. You, you don't know anything about that character, but I do, and I love Moon Knight. And it's one of those ones that they had talked about a few different people coming in to play Moon Knight, and one of the rumors was Keanu, which, if that's the fucking case, Steve, like it might be the greatest. Marvel action that you've ever seen. <laughs> and they're going to do it on on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus, they also announced a Miss Marvel, which is I don't know if you want her name's I think her name's Kamala. In the she's like a younger girl that has kind of Mister Fantastic powers. She can like grow her fist into like really big things, but she's like a young Hispanic girl, and that that's another one. They're doing a She Hulk series mm. with. Yeah, like, I think it's, whatever, Jennifer Walters is, she ends up getting the Hulk powers, but she basically is like Professor Hulk. She's like a lawyer who gets Hulk powers, but she's a chick, and it's pretty awesome. So they're doing that, too, not to mention the the Bucky, the Falcon and Winter Soldier that they're doing, the series that they're doing. They just cast... uh, Kurt Russell's kid as this guy that turns like his, I think his name's U.S. Agent. He's like another guy that they try to bring in to replace Cap after Cap retires. Yeah, like yeah, I'm in. What else am I gonna do? It's Marvel, Star Wars, and Disney, like in Pixar. Yeah, like take my money. Did yeah. they
1: say? Oh, okay, so I didn't look through the whole announcement. I just saw the Mandalorian trailer. I was like, that looks freaking good.
0: Looks awesome. And it's Jon Favreau. He said he wants to enjoy, like he wants to explore the weirder side of Star Wars. Sure. Don't make everything shiny. Go where there's. Oh, so Favreau was doing that. He wrote and directed it, dude. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Good on him. Yeah. So sorry I missed the fucking trailer. We need to get him the- on the
1: pod. We need to get him and Kevin Smith on the pod.
0: Yeah. So sorry I missed the announcement trailer for a movie from three hours ago. I was getting caught up on this stuff. <laughs> My bad. All right. When does Disney Plus come out? Like, I need to get on. November, that. Like, I think. And are, did,
1: did they say anything? Like, are they going to? Are they going to bring gonna back be- the Punisher? Well, they no, they
0: haven't done that yet. But they, they, their price is actually, I think, going to be like a dollar cheaper than Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I want to say, double, like, you can get. It was like six ninety nine or something. No, or... November twelfth. And how November much is 12th, it? 2009. I don't know. I'm not, I was just their press release came up.
2: Search, that's only like two months know. away.
0: Only two months away. I $7, yeah. $7 yeah. a month. Take my money, Disney. Sign Take me. Take it. Sign me the F up. But the problem, Steve, all right, so, okay, Disney and Apple, I, I've i had a feel are comparable companies, and I don't trust Apple or I don't trust Google all that much, so why do I just blindly put my allegiance with Disney? Like, isn't it just, aren't they becoming like an entertainment monopoly? Oh, wait, the mouse is going to kill me now, aren't they? They're gonna to come to my house, and they're gonna kill me. There are, but they're like seven dollars. That did man. you see? Did you see the poster for the Lady and the Tramp live action movie that they're doing? No. Yeah, fuck off. Like that's yeah, what I mean. Not... Like eat a bag of D's. Like yeah, you got you got <laughs> you got two dogs that look relatively similar to the original ones. Their faces are gonna be animated, so don't tell me that there's talking dogs because it's not live animation. They're doing yeah. it to screw the original animators, and I don't, I don't like that at all. They're, they have a show coming out called "The World According to Jeff Goldblum." <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just scrolling down on Disney, like, that's what I mean, dude. Like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out here, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's like, still Disney. Why do I just? I don't, I don't go, know when I'm going to watch all this stuff. Like,
0: give up. Sleep, I felt man. good when I finished old... Predator,
1: and then I was bummed that there was no more. But Predator. No, sorry, Punisher. Predator.
0: <laughs> you just watched Predator? And I want little... Peaky
1: Blinders to come back. That was another, that was a big, that was a big investment at of time, but that was good. All right.
0: Yeah, it do was.
1: We, do, we, it didn't... do we want to, do we want to segue from Disney, um, being the evil Dis, empire? Disney Plus into family sitcoms?
0: Sure. I don't have a great don't have a great segue there well you didn't tell oh. me that we, what we were going to talk about beforehand I could have thought of some kind of pithy non sequitur transition but you didn't so I didn't no you, um, you asked me but, about a trailer that dropped two hours ago yeah right.
1: well I, you know I needed to kind of I need to show you that i'm I'm up, on, I'm up on things
0: no you're not up on things you had like a notification about breaking bad stuff set up on twitter and it bounced up and <laughs> actually like, here I'm, I'm, gonna, get- I'm
1: gonna i'm gonna hit you with two i got an alert on my phone that andrew luck retired so i went out and then i got on twitter and then i got the trailer for
0: wait Ant- andrew luck retired <laughs> yeah, like an hour ago wait for real yeah <laughs> This is what happens. Like, on weekends, I try to unplug from my phone, <laughs> which is good, but it just, it doesn't.
1: The mental strain. It was, I mean, you know, he was beat up pretty bad, but he's like, just said, the mental, the mental stress and strain of playing in the NFL, Holy he's retiring.
2: shit.
0: Adam, ESPN Adam Schefter reports that Andrew Luck has informed the Colts that he is retiring from the NFL. Per Schefter, Luck is, quote, mentally worn down and has <laughs> already informed the home jerk. Wow. What a piece of hot garbage.
1: Oh, so do yourself a favor after the podcast. Somebody posted on Twitter right after I watched the El Camino trailer, a a, a spliced together reel of Andrew Luck getting hit, hit while he's mic'd up, <laughs> and he tells everybody he's got to be like the nicest guy. He's like, "Good hit, buddy." Like yeah. even guys hitting him late, he's like, yeah, "That was a good hit, good hit."
0: You're on. You're on Twitter. Did you ever follow the uh, the, the account that set up like uh, Andrew Luck was a Civil War general? Or a captain, and he's writing letters back to his wife at home. But it's <laughs> no. all, so they they recap whatever he, he did, like the football player. But he they write it in this Civil War prose, like in the cut. I forget. It's like Captain Captain Andrew Luck. I can send it to you. It's like, dearest Miss, I th- I think about you often. But our my my brigade of Colts lost to the the Jaguars from the Florida region of the country <laughs> today. And I send my dearest. It's all, but they're all like that. So it's just. But I I wonder how they're going to handle that oh that's gonna be good now there's there's a i think there's a lieutenant baker and it's supposedly baker writing letters to captain oh to God. captain luck in this old prose so that's funny yeah baker did not look good on friday but i want to
1: I, this is not a sports podcast no, no. not when they're not playing well um but <laughs> yeah luck retired i got online i went on the twitter to make sure see who was commenting on it and then i got the trailer for el camino so there you go
0: Fair enough. So, like, it's Breaking not like news. you even went and got it. Like, you just happened to cross it. And you're like, I had All something right. over Chris.
1: So, this is going to be the second time in 38 minutes that I'm going to give my brother props, <laughs> which is that, is that is more than the last 38 years. Sure. So,
0: <laughs> why 38
1: years? I don't know because it's the same number of minutes that since we started the podcast. Oh, I was, was going to say, like, wait, you know, I'm 40, right? Yeah. No. I like, no, I, I, call, I, I think I gave you compliments when you were like three or four. Yeah. Like, hey, nice nice
0: head, buddy. Yeah. Way to, way um, to roll over, bud. <laughs> <laughs> nice,
1: nice head. Nice round head. Um, <laughs> where was I going with this? You oh, give,
0: you were giving me a compliment. Giving you props. You, you were, were showering the, me with praise. The Goldbergs. Yeah.
1: Right, that was the other thing. Like, Steve, you gotta watch the Goldbergs. Holy crap, is that good? <laughs> like, and not only is it good because I, I, you know, first it's in my sweet spot, which is nostalgia. It's like all eighties, yeah. nineties. There's some.
0: It's made for us. It's made for specifically for us, but it also hits other demographic. Like, it's made yeah. for suburban Pennsylvania kids, and it's just yeah, because he's there's suburban Pennsylvania kids. Yeah, he's from right outside of Philly. Yep. Like Jenkintown's right from right outside of Philly. But, like, that's – you know me, Steve. I don't give endorsements like, go watch this right now unless I know it's going to move the needle considerably. Like, other times I would be like, if you get a chance, if you like this kind of stuff, you should watch this. Like, yeah, it's good. But there's a few times where I give, like, hard stamp of approval. And, like, that I, – I said that for Mad Max, and yeah, I was wrong with that too. So <laughs> – but the other two, like, you know, the boys, and did, I think I told you to watch Mindhunter, too. No. No. Nah,
1: nah. I, I watched Mindhunter two years six, six and a half years ago when it came out. Yeah, got it. <laughs> no. All right, so, and, and we're not even close. Like, I know, what? how many seasons of Goldbergs are there? Like, six?
0: No. Oh, dude, it's like ten? Eight? Really? Like, yeah, we're still on eight. season
1: one. We watch awesome maybe three episodes
0: a week. Yeah, wait, dude, wait! Like, just Google a picture of the kid that plays Adam now. He's a fucking. Gr- he's an adult. Like, he's a full grown. Like, he's a man now. And you're like, yeah, th- I know. And he's like,
1: like the, seven or eight or eight now. He's got to be more
0: like ten. What in the show? Or in the, the show or in season one. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was in grade school. I don't remember what grade. But though.
1: man, they hit like they hit the ta- like the talent show thing, the dance, like the mom the, like, like they hit
0: they hit seven seven seasons
1: yeah and they like the the pick up the phone and listen like <laughs> the long course like they pick up all the subtle stuff um and i don't know so i'm going to deviate a little bit but this it reminds me a little bit or i saw something on twitter not too long ago from that guy who does pittsburgh dad do you follow pittsburgh dad
0: i don't you have a weird affinity for everything Pittsburgh, considering you're such a Cleveland fan.
1: Yeah, but th- this guy and and he does this, and he's been doing it for years. And I he it was I think it started as like a YouTube channel Probably. called Pitt- Pittsburgh Dad, and he he'll post these videos, and he and he he speaks Yinzer, and he just reminds me of so many people we know, like from Western Pennsylvania. He just talks that way. He could be any dad from from Western PA, not just Pittsburgh, but anywhere up and down. Um, but he just got – they just did like a GoFundMe or Kickstarter to raise money to do these mini movies. So instead of just doing YouTube videos, and he took a picture of the set, and it literally looks like our grandparents' basement <laughs> in, in Kanye. Like it – Afghan, um, the games, the stuff on the wall. Now, it's in Pittsburgh, right? But like it is not. And he's like, we spent a lot of the money on getting vintage props, <laughs> which Jeez. I think is pretty funny. That pretty fun. So. But you should you should watch it. Like it, 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 that's a good Twitter I, follow. He does some pretty funny stuff. I don't um, that Steve
0: the 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 that accent drives me crazy, dude. Like I'd live there for so long and like as soon as I hear the yinzer, like the full yinzer, the, almost the the caricature yinzer. Like I know people from Pittsburgh that have a little bit of it. Like even Mike to a certain extent. Our, our brother-in-law has a little yinzer in him, but that caricature of the Yinzer is everything I fought. That's why I left. Well, one of the reasons that I left. I, <laughs> just, I just had it off with that town or that city. Right. So,
1: all right, but that that guy's got a good thing going. Picture guy's a good follow. He posts some funny stuff. He, sure. uh, you know, he. It's it's good. It's a good good follow. So, anyways. Which brings us to our topic, right? So, talking about watching a lot of the Goldbergs and and thinking about just there's a lot of parallels for our family, and and just talking about the whole. It, it, that's a that's kind of a, I like that approach for the the family the family centric sitcom, right? And mm-hmm. and there's a ton out there. And when I started to dig into this, you know, there's just a, there's a bazillion family centric sitcoms, and 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 we could read them all off. We could go through a top six list. I want to just highlight a couple of things, but. Really, I wanted to kind of pick your brain on if we were going to write our own, like, I feel like there's things in our lives that could be a family sitcom, right? There's, there's, there there's episodes that we've gone like things that we've done as a family that would play out in some of these episodes. Like Goldberg's have, like I said, they have those specific episodes that like the first dance or the, you know, with the first kiss and, and all that. They cover kind of significant milestones, so, I jotted down a couple that I thought would be potentially entertaining. Um, Why do I have a feeling this is
0: going to be at my expense?
1: <laughs> no, it's actually not. It's hmm. not. All right. Well, there might be one in here
0: that would be at mm-hmm. your expense. Fair enough.
1: Um, I, I could have made a longer list of things that I specifically that I did to you that could be a, a whole episode of a of a sitcom. Sure, but. And I would love to hear if you had any if you had any in, insider wrote, wrote anything down, but like
0: that the whole you didn't, thing. Wait, hold on, hold on! You actually thought I wrote something down on an assignment that you didn't tell me about until right now, like thirty I'll give, seconds. You? Here, I'll give I'll, you some I'll, time. I'll, I'll jot something down. Uh, right. No,
2: right. yeah. <laughs> got so, it. No, I don't have right. anything down.
0: I'm just thinking like there's just
1: certain stories in our family lore that would be like that would be great television. I guess is my point right and, at, and at, i think we've touched on a lot of these on the podcast <laughs> over season 6 and season 7 um the one is cuz this could it the, the way you could the 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 humor in it and what was happening was just hilarious right and i would i'm going to give you names like i've already named the episodes and see if you can guess what it is so one would be called the blue jay the blue jay so at some point, I don't. I can't remember the year, but this is one of those things that's just etched in my head. Is a little baby blue jay had fallen out of its nest in our backyard. Okay. <laughs> and dad was trying to save it. Right. He was trying to do his best to be like, I got to get this back in the nest. So we're all on our screen porch, and I say all. It's not just our family. Like there's neighbors. <laughs> this is what Dad got like to there's, there's, right. there's grown men drinking beer because it's turned into this circus of sure. our father trying to save a young blue jay while getting attacked <laughs> by the adult blue jay by the mom. Yep. so he and i don't know if you remember this but he anyway. our father has the um the, the dome like he's got
0: the um, <laughs> sorry dad if you're actually listening he's he had a bozo cut He's got the hair. Yeah, right yeah. On. He's got
1: hair on the sides, but it was yeah. bald on top. And he might he had like three hairs that he could swirl around, kind of like Trump, and make it look like when, a forehead.
0: Yeah. When this was – when you were talking about the Blue Jay, I was young enough that he was still doing the hard comb over. The comb oh, yeah. Over and over and the the hairspray. Yep. Yeah. It
1: was like three hairs that if it, the wind blew, it would come yep. down to like his elbow on his yep. left arm. Yep. Anyways. So, but no, like no hair. So easily vulnerable spot. And I remember like him getting pecked by this blue jay (laughs) and bleeding, like he's bleeding.
0: So, alcohol thins the blood too. Like I'm pretty (laughs) sure that. Dad's probably being egged on by Butch from next door. Of course. Yeah, like
1: I remember, like there was we were all and we were in the safe confines of the screened-in back porch. And he's running around out there, and this blue jay is just swooping down on him. He's trying to save the little one. <laughs> so I go in and get one of those. Remember those? Uh, I would say there were novelty batting helmets that you would get. I, I had two Indians ones, and I think I even had a Pirates one. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like they I had, do. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. know. I still have them, by the way. Um, I have one from the 70s Indians, and I have the one with Chief Wahoo. But anyways, I had to get him one of those to keep the blue jay from pecking the skin off of his head.
0: Yeah. I don't so. – see, I think I was too young to get the full – I don't know if I was there. I may have been there, but I don't, you I, don't have been. I don't so. recall it all that much. But st- th- we don't – I don't know if that translates to other people. Like, our, our neighborhood growing up was very bizarre because our grade school was so close and everybody that we went to school with lived within – you know, a certain block radius. We all knew each other. So like all the parents used to get together when the kids were playing and just booze, and they just drink beer all afternoon with the right. Romanskis or, or yeah. with, or Butch and Arlene next door or the Damaris and stuff like that. They used to all sit around and why the kids did stupid stuff. So I, but I don't know if that translates to other people who grew up in other areas. It's like, that's one of the, the things right. about, Goldbergs that may miss some people like most of the people can associate with the the culture the pop culture and the nostalgia and things like that. But like the the neighborhood of the stop sign that no one pays attention to. Did you have you gotten to that point yet where you've watched it enough that you realize that they have a stop like there's a stop line or a stop sign down the street from their house that nobody ever stops at and it became like a point of contention in their neighborhood? But he never really talks about it. It's only mentioned in like one episode, but. It reminds me of areas like where we used to come jumping off a curb, like up by Aaron Hurdle's house, used to put us almost in the middle of 28th Street. And like the cars would almost hit us all the time, but it was like the best jump that you had in that area. But I don't know how well that translates. Like, so that's why it resonates with me, but I don't know if it resonates with the general public. That That's a good
1: point. That's a good point because I, there is a lot of those memories. If I go through, there's a lot of sure. them that are like outside on the porch, in the backyard, in the street. Yeah. Like it's well, growing know, up in the city type of stuff.
0: A lot of this stuff might even be missed on you. I get some of it now because I live in Philly, so like I get the the whole idea of a Wawa, every corner,
2: or or, or the or the <laughs> right. regional
0: pull of a Wawa. You know what I mean, Steve? Like I'm a fan of Sheets, but I've turned to to appreciate Wawa for what it is, but like other people that don't live in the Philly area, don't care and think that the the actual vintage design that they went and found and got all this vintage stuff like it doesn't matter to them. But it matters to the people that live in this area because people that live in this area love that friggin' show. So,
1: oh yeah, I can imagine because yeah, it's, it's even tighter. I mean, because it just it captures the time period like yeah. the decade so well, mm-hmm. and and just what it was like growing up then. And they have all the local stuff too. Okay. So,
0: sorry right, So, the first one was the Blue Jay. Okay. What's the next one?
1: Um. I guess I can't go through all these because these could be a whole. Um. The bats. Like the, Is this you whole,
0: ab- abandoning me when you're yeah, supposed to be the whole, us?
1: Yeah. The whole bat flying through the house, yeah. us running outside, yeah. neighbor coming over to get the bat, scream. Yeah. That, that. That's a whole. That could be a whole episode.
2: Well,.
0: The whole idea that the, the dude next door reminded me of Wilson from Home Improvement. Oh, absolutely, Lee. <laughs> Lee like he—that's all we would see was he would talk through the bush at us, and like we would never really see him. And if we saw him, we always wear that like fisherman's hat and so, so he, And then I remember watching Home Improvement and seeing Wilson, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's Lee!" <laughs> like,
1: absolutely, that we was were. absolutely yep. Lee and Anastasia, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other one I have is uh, would be a whole episode about the Wee Alert.
0: Wee Alert. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that would be uh It's a proud uh, moment in my proud chapter <laughs> be- in my history. That would be
1: a good one. I think we've talked about that on the pod, right? Where... No,
0: I don't believe we talked about my bedwetting problem when I was a child <laughs> to the point we... where our parents had to mail order a big metal, metallic pad that they had to put down. So every time I peed myself, it would make this awful noise to wake me up and I would go to the bathroom. But it only works after I went to the bathroom. <laughs> like... <laughs> so it didn't really. All it did was train my bladder to hold more and then I just don't pee and... as often. And we shared, we shared a room, a
1: room yeah. and, and you a, were probably I'm a what,
0: heavy sleeper, man. Like six, if you, what were you? Six maybe? I don't, I don't I don't want to walk down that path like, all right, but
1: I was like so, so let's imagine you were six. That means no. I was thirteen. No, man. you would have yeah. yeah so funny. and we shared a room and not a big room. No. And not at all. The we alert would go off. We're yeah. both really heavy sleepers. The yeah. Wii alert would go off. I it wouldn't would hear sound it. an alarm, he would go up and go to the bathroom. And then at some point, you're my alarm clock would go off in the morning for school. And you would hit me, and with instead color. of instead of turning it off, I would be like,
0: "Chris,
2: you're for yourself. God's <laughs> sakes,
0: get up and go to the bathroom." And you are like, "I'm dry, I'm dry." I'm like, "No, you're not. You gotta go."
1: Because yeah. yeah. it sounded roughly the same as the uh, yeah. the We Alert. Yeah, that so was fun. That was, there was a fun. whole episode there, yeah. bed- and wet- then bed- uh,
0: bed- bedwetting is not an emotionally scarring thing to go through, man. Yeah, thanks.
1: <laughs> no, no, it no was whatever. So they gave you props twice in this episode, so.
0: but you took it right back. So yeah. have you gotten the dandy photo on Goldberg's yet?
1: No, I don't think so. I'm, like <laughs> we're only on like episode nine or ten.
0: Uh, okay, so there's there's a photo that Adam's mom made him take when he was younger. That she he made as he got older. He made her swear that she destroyed all the copies of it, and he's dressed up like a dandy. Like I don't know if that. Strikes a visual reference for you But it's like a white Smock with like white shorts And like white socks Pulled up to like mid-knee like mid knee With like white shoes You know what I mean? Like that's the way they used to dress boys Like in the fucking yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. In the 20s way back in the day Well Adam Goldberg's mom Really made him make that photo So they do it on the episode Or they do it on the show And they recreate it perfectly So when you see the picture of Adam On the show getting this picture you have to realize that Adam Goldberg the real Adam Goldberg had it in real life so that level of embarrassment I I always talk about ladies frames You can a whole episode (laughs) that I, I my sister had these glasses that I thought were really cool and so I wanted them so when I need was up for a new pair of glasses I ended up buying a pair of ladies frames and I wore them for like a year and then they were made out of crappy plastic and I was a boy so I broke them and then I didn't Go back and get ladies' frames again. Until <laughs> so, Steve, I went and got new glasses maybe six, eight months ago. Did you happen to notice when Jen and I were wearing our glasses? We have the exact same pair of glasses again. <laughs> mine aren't mine aren't ladies' frames and hers aren't dude's frames, but they just happen to be like same heather, like the same herringbone kind of finish yeah, yeah. to them, same shape and everything. Like I walk-I remember I went and took my contacts out and put my glasses on. I walked in and she just goes, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, "What?" And I looked at her glasses. And we put them like next to each other, Steve. Like same shape. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, and that, and it, you bring up a good point. There could be an entire episode of our our family's show, whatever it's going to be, about glasses, right? Because sure. I I started wearing glasses at like twenty months old.
2: Yeah. Coke bottles and Even not bottles
1: not. For hey, so I could read better at twenty months old, because because of my non alternating strabismus or whatever they call it, wow. I needed these bifocals to help my eyes stay straight, and okay. those were massive frames to put on a little kid. Yeah. So we had an entire drawer. I don't remember this. We had an entire drawer in one of the cabinets at home that they must have been. 30 pair all they was in it was 30 like broken glasses like <laughs> just broken frames some with no lenses some with no temples like snapped, broken in half there was it was just a graveyard of broken glasses and, and luckily our uncle uncle pat made glasses as a profession because yeah, luckily he was always over the house like oh, putting glasses on his head yeah. so we could do an entire episode on the fact that I would come running in. I remember playing. I mean, we played a lot of street football and yep. you know, tackle football. And I remember coming in and like the glasses being gone, but the, the I don't want to call it the temple, but the, the, the part that goes over your ear yep. is dangling from my ear. But there's no, <laughs> no the rest of the glasses are gone. They're
0: <laughs> gone. Yep. Dude, I, I so, can clearly remember wearing the <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar rec specs in like fifth grade.
1: Oh no, I would have to have the bands because
0: yeah. mine, you could not get Rex bands. Oh, with... In that in that prescription? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So I had to wear the bands that would go on to the glasses. It was, it was horrible. No, I, All I right, so I have one, one other one other story. And I this was th- th- that I was just thinking of because it's, it's one of those things that just etched in my head and I think it would make for good television. So we lived three blocks, or three blocks, three houses. Like our house was the third house up from a Baptist church. Yep. Um... And, again, we grew up in the city. So now there was around the block a massive field, like a massive field that you could play football, baseball, soccer. I mean, it was a good – it was a, like it was almost an entire city block field. Yeah. But instead of walking around the block to the field to play football, we would play on the grass of the church because it was three houses down.
2: Yep.
1: Right? And we would play tackle football. Now, mm-hmm. at some point, tackle football just – you get too big, you get like you can do damage, right? <laughs> and we were playing, and um, the Romansky or people who have crossed the street from us were um, their cousin was over. It was like one of the one of the Langers, right? It's H. Jack Langers, whatever son. Yeah. And I just remember, like I can remember it, Chris. Like it happened yesterday, and he was kicking off, right? I was holding it. You know how you would put the football on your toe, yeah to act as a T and you'd put your finger on it and kick it. And I did the, the freaking Lucy thing from peanuts, <laughs> but he ran he flew through the air and landed. Like, it wasn't like he whiffed. It was like, it literally looked like Charlie Brown in peanuts flying through the air. I laughed so hard that I peed my green corduroys. <laughs> Like, and I can't remember laughing. Like I literally could not control myself. It was the everybody was busting out laughing, but me. I I've never laughed that hard in my life, and that would be a great, that would be a great sitcom moment there. Sure. And I wet myself. I mean, how many times can you say that?
0: I I can say it a lot. <laughs> 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 I used oh. to wet myself a lot as a child. There you
1: go. There you go. Back to the Wheeler. All right. So. Uh, again i don't want i don't know we need to go when i when i started going into the whole kind of evolution of families in in sitcoms and just families on television i mean it's a it it kind of mirrors like this, the, the way we've evolved as a society right if you look at some of the early ones um i love lucy i was like 51 yeah. you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that was like the, that was the first time that they tackled pregnancy on television. Because sure, because Lucille Ball got pregnant in real life. I mean, that was groundbreaking at the time.
0: At the time, sure, yeah, I, I, yeah, but the Honeymooners was groundbreaking at the time too. But if you look back now, like he was abusive to his wife. Like you have <laughs> to, you can't, you can't look it through modern. To the moon, yeah, yeah like talk, threatens to beat her ass. All the time. And it became like a running joke. Like, that was his catchphrase. Like, to the moon, Alice. Like, I'm going to punch you in the face so hard that you fly to the moon. And that was like a joke. You can't, you can't, that's the problem. Yeah, it doesn't hold up, does it? No, dude. All right, so, we can't talk about family sitcoms without talking about Cosby. And you can't look at that show without looking through different colored glasses, especially since the fact that he ran his OBGYN practice out of his basement. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. Dude, like, right? Like, just think about that now. Like, think about, like... And I always talk about Jim Jeffries does this bit about Bill Cosby. I'm like, what Bill Cosby did was horrendous, and I'm not saying it, but, like, one of the things he liked to do was use his fingers. So you put two and two together, and... Cliff Huxtable's finger banging women in the basement of
2: the, the Huxtable household.
0: <laughs> that's what I mean. Like you can't look. It's hard to look back when you look at stuff like that from the mid '80s, or even. But that's when I grew up, so like I use those as reference points. But you look back at like the Honeymooners is about. All in the Family was groundbreaking at the time, but it still was kind of. Glorifying a, a kind of bigotry, like Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker. Yeah. Like it, but it was progressive that George Jefferson was on it. You know what I mean? Like, and it was all yeah. Rob Reiner's character was all about trying to change his dad's. But the reason that it was successful is because these old white people liked Archie Bunker. Like, didn't think that his character needed growth. Like, like the fact <laughs> right. that he was a racist. So, it's weird to look back at that kind of stuff, especially like Cosby or the honeymooners, or even dude, even growing pains to a certain extent. Like thinking back to Kurt Cameron and who he is now as a person and I'm not trying to bash religion at all. I'll never do that. But he got his he became a born again Christian and then like had them adhere to a certain code. And they got the girl that played his girlfriend on the show fired because she posed for Playboy. Because it sullied the it sullied the good nature of the show. Like fuck you, Kirk Cameron. Like <laughs> I, I loved that show growing up. I looked like Ben Seaver. Is that what I, yeah, they were the Sievers, Yeah. Right? I looked like Jeremy London or Jeremy Irons, whatever his name was. Yeah. Jer- Jeremy London was uh Yeah. And Jeremy Irons is <laughs> the yeah, it wasn't Jeremy Irons either. Yeah, no. You can pay but, into yourself, Jeremy
1: Irons. But whatever. No, but if you look at the to to your point though, but and and there's a couple that really stand out for me that I want to say I don't want to use the word groundbreaking, but they were they click they clearly stand out as kind of important parts of how this evolved. Right. Sure. So um Brady Bunch was an interesting one. Um I'm not gonna say it was great, but it certainly had, you know, it had the blended family thing and um there, there was a part of that that was, it was, was, gay it was dad. yeah, exactly. That, there, there was, there was, that was a, that was a, I, I don't know. It was that was a, that was just a big show, right? And that was, I looked at the dates like sixty nine to seventy four. So we watched it in syndication, like way, like ten years
0: later, syndication. I, I didn't care for Brady Bunch. I, I never, I never did. I thought it was a little. Even when I was watching Vanilla Sacher and stuff, I thought it was too vanilla. Mm. like it just was there was no like pull for me when i was when it was in syndication when when people would watch it when we were growing up it just never struck a chord with me so like i don't i don't hold any affinity to the like i get its cultural relevancy like i get that but eh so (laughs) uh, all right fair Fair. enough
1: another one that wonder years
2: yes
0: that that's that for me is my childhood. Like I can't hear Joe Cocker with a little bit, or with a little help from my friends, without thinking of or being in the other room and coming running as soon as I heard it to sit on the floor in front of the, the television to watch that show. I love.
1: Yeah, players. it was and, and and so good. Like it was just so. I think it was just well written, like well acted. It was. Just, it was
0: good. It wasn't afraid to go dark. It wasn't afraid right. to. It wasn't afraid to show that the veneer of the American family wasn't how it worked. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I remember the episode about the kid. I think it's Wayne's friend going away to going away to Vietnam and he doesn't come back. Or was it the older sister? I don't remember. It had to be the older sister because yeah, Wayne's remember. friend was in high school. But whatever. The but dealing with the repercussions of that and not. The happy, Sugar Day, it, yeah. the happy days, the happy days, complete model. opposite
1: of the Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And I remember that being being different from any other show that I had really seen. Or the the one episode that I always remember is the one where he goes to work with his dad. Because the dad, the, I forget what his name is. Oh, what's the actor's name? But the dad had always been the patriarch of the family. Everyone respected him and blah, blah, blah. And it, and Kevin goes to work with his dad. And it's like the saddest thing ever because his dad's just another guy that works at this company. and he gets yelled at by his boss and has to do the exact same. Thing. Right. And it's it's gut-wrenching to watch because that was one of the first times I ever thought about dad that way. And it was, it kind of humanized him. So when he comes home and he puts his feet up and he takes his 15 minute power nap because he's been on his feet for 12 hours that day, you know what I mean? Like I, I remember being, I remember being generally moved by that. And few shows at that age that I was watching had that kind of emotional depth. Most of it was full house or, just the ten of us or any of those that are just cookie cutter kind of happy go lucky. Like but the right. premise, premise of full yeah, houses. And that was, the, and that was the
1: evolution. Like they didn't early on they didn't tackle anything. So no. it was all it was all sugar coated. Sure. Kind of happy, funny, silly, whatever. And then you then you evolve, right?
0: So Do you I, Steve, I, do you remember when how groundbreaking it was that Ellen came out as gay on national television? And like people were concerned for her well being Like, look how far we've come now. Like, no one cares. Like, but I remember it being a huge deal. Like, people talking about boycotting NBC and I hate when you would do this. Yeah. And now, like, that was, that couldn't have been more than 15, 20 years ago, right? I'd be curious.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, right? And, yeah, she had a, that was a whole, that was a whole thing, right? Because she had that sitcom at the time, right? It was like a. Yeah a top sitcom and that whole happened and it was like poof, and then she re- rebuilt it from the ground up right with the with her talk show and everything Dude, else so. that
0: was only 1997
1: yeah 20 years ago 18 years ago
0: Dude, that's ridiculous like to that think that that <laughs> your math is astounding 22 years ago. whatever but that's what i mean like that doesn't feel like that long ago to think that we were that close-minded as 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 society and yeah and then now you look at like modern family which to be fair i don't know if you still watch modern family the most recent seasons aren't very good like they kind of all became caricatures of themselves and i gotta be honest that i'm kind of glad that it's going away but the first maybe five six seasons are one of my favorite runs of I guess still watch the repeats. I still watch the reruns every once in a while, like if we're sitting down after dinner, I guess yep. in between Jeopardy or Goldberg's isn't on yet, or we watched an episode of Goldberg's, and then that comes on afterwards. Like, Claire, Phil Dunphy is one of my, I would say, probably top ten sitcom characters, and Claire is Aaron. <laughs> 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 There's yeah, a- we
1: haven't watched that in a while, but that that show's hilarious, and it's got like multiple family dynamics. It's not it's like not- a, I mean, it's it's one big extended family, which is kind of a cool concept, right? Yeah. Um, and and you get Ed O'Neill, like, he, he shows up in that one, and then you know, I'm not gonna say it was groundbreaking, but man, what a fun show! Married with Children was like.
2: It was
0: groundbreaking, sure It was one of When Fox just started being a network That was one of its flagship shows It only had, I think, six shows It was like right. that That Tracy Ullman Like, were the two half-hour ones And then I think they Then he started running something out It was two hour-long shows after that like, when Fox first came out So, yeah, it's groundbreaking One, because it helped Fox gain ground To mm-hmm. become the channel that it is t- today And dude, it, like, we That was the time of Family ties and growing pains and full house and good right. wholesome families. Not Al Bundy. Not Al Bundy. <laughs> you know, right. calling calling Christina Applegate a slut or <laughs> calling Peg Bundy a ditz or anything like that. Like that was. He didn't have good. He didn't have a good job. He wasn't an OBGYN and lived in a nice house. He wasn't a therapist. He was a shoe a, salesman. Was, was he? Just, yeah. He was, a, and he was a crappy one at that. So like, they lived <laughs> in a crappy house. He drove a crappy car. And but yeah, it was the first time you really saw that kind of depressed look at the American, the American family. Like everything yeah. else is polished and you know, everything's bottled up and everything's sunny and happy where that's not necessarily how real life works.
1: Right. And then, um, yeah, I mean, and I didn't watch it all, but there was a period of time where I watched it pretty frequently. Um, but again, I wasn't saying a super fan, but Roseanne that had a, they they covered some stuff in that too. I mean I, I, that the the first go around the eighty eight to ninety seven not the Connors. Yeah, not this recent go around, but
0: yeah, but let's see this 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 goes back to knowing now what we know about Roseanne and what she turned into and who she is as a person. Like I can't I can't in good conscience bring that show up without. Mentioning the fact that I fucking hate Roseanne Barr, <laughs> <laughs> right? But it was at the time; it was really culturally like it was. It was relevant. It was popular, and I I'll admit that I watched it. But the ace man, like, he, like, even bringing it up gives me a bad taste in my mouth just because she's a dumpster fire.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you've got and again. We get we're gonna run out of time here, but
0: you know, like, you then run, just we're gonna run out of time.
1: Well, we're run out of tape. Um, and then you have I, I say I, I want to say groundbreaking, but other ones that were like I thought were just really good and different. And um, this is more of a drama, but and not a sitcom. I but Parenthood.
0: Never watched it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not like it was. It was we 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 watched it. It was good. It was like an hour long, kind of drama.
0: Yeah. Um. I I, I don't like This Is Us. Parenthood. Brothers and sisters, whatever those like. Yeah, those ones. probably aren't sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, and I don't get into that. Like I yeah. can't get into it. Malcolm weekly. in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle is on my list. It Malcolm is. Malcolm in
1: the Middle was great.
0: Bryan Cranston is freaking great as that. And I remember when someone told me I didn't start watching Breaking Bad from the very beginning. Like it was one of those ones that had to be recommended to me, and I was like, Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I'll get to it. And then when I finally watched it, then I started watching it religiously. But I was like, Wait, the the dad from Breaking the dad from Malcolm in the Middle is. A meth dealer, like a meth cook. No, <laughs> he's cooking. He's cooking meth. Yeah, and he's unbelievably great at both. You know, exactly. To, to go from the the physical comedy of the, the the kind of doofy dad in Malcolm in the Middle to the the ruthlessness of Walter White in Breaking Bad is astounding, and is a credit to Bryan Cranston as an actor. So there.
1: Agreed. And then. <laughs> Um, it's smart. Too, everybody but... loves Raymond Like yeah. that was not. That's not awful. That's one of those things. if like, you're on an airplane and they only have that to play. Yeah. You're not turning it off and going to
0: sleep. I mean, it's... if I had my choice between that and Friends, I would pick Friends. I love Friends. And Friends, like, that was on my list. But, it's but that's not... not a family. I Ross, mean, Ross and Monica are brothers, yeah, brothers and sisters. But... Yeah, and they're, all of their families play a pay a part in that show. Yeah. But no, but I was more of like covering set, the family set, dynamic, center. but you're right. You're right. You could put, you could put that on there. But, so, um, well, no, the only reason I bring that up is do you consider golden girls to be a family? No. because it's the same thing. It's just no. about friends who hang out together and some of them are related. No, you got to bring golden the, girls up because the, that's the greatest theme song of all time.
1: Yeah. The, the a couple others on the list here. Uh, and this is, uh, I guess I don't want to wrap up with this one, but, and they—they're not really family sitcoms, but there's something when I like like watching them. Like I just—I don't—I know, I have an affinity for black and white. I don't know why that is. Like it, particularly black and white, gothic type of stuff, like Adam's Family and the Munsters. Like sure, like not like uh, they—I don't know. I just from a pure entertainment value perspective, I—I I enjoyed both those. I enjoyed them because they were black and white. They used to be on like. WTBS, right? So they would start five minutes
0: later and, like, uh, coming on at 4.35, you know. I do remember that. But, But I, dude, I, I never really watched Adam's Family growing up, but I remember watching The Munsters a lot to the point when I saw My Cousin Vinny, which was... Uh, 93 I want to say So I was like 14 And I was watching mm-hmm. My Cousin Finney I was like Why the hell Do I know Who the judge is I was like Why does that guy Look so f- good?" <laughs> and see This is pre Pre-internet So you, you can't Really right. like Look it up And I was like Oh Man I don't know Who this is And I remember that, Like I watched it again And I just remember Turning to whoever else watched it. And I was like That's Herman Fucking Munster And they're like What and I was like Yeah was, I've been Working through that For the past two times I've watched this movie But yeah like I, I, I prefer if you're talking about those two. I prefer the monsters cooler car. I like the house better. Fuck cousin it. <laughs> oh, but thing and cousin it and all that. I, don't know. I like the grandpa from the monsters way better.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's mm-hmm. a good point.
0: All right, so and, and to wrap up here,
1: um, not to wrap, but this is the last one on my list, and uh, I saved it intentionally for last because um, I oftentimes like to uh refer to you as particularly when you're in your your younger years as a young alex p keaton mm-hmm. um not not michael p keaton michael keaton um from pittsburgh is you know played batman um amongst other things mr mom um but the 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 keatons in family ties for me because of my age that seven year difference between us that i watched that at kind of my formative years right and they for the first time tackle like they tackled some things in that show that were like unique for me for the first time and i remember distinctly the episode where tom hanks is like the um um well what's his name the dad it's the the, the dad's brother right so it's is michael j fox's character's uncle, uncle. and uncle. he's an alcoholic Right, he's he's going through the cupboard looking for vanilla extract and acting like, and they're dealing with alcoholism, I and mean, I had no idea what alcohol is. Like that was my first kind of go around with. Oh, this is a this is a sickness that people don't do this type like right. you know, that type of behavior, and and that was mine. I, it sounds like it was for Wonder Years was yours, right? And that was just because I watched Wonder Years more like in college, yeah, um, than I did when when I was younger. And then you know, but the Keatons and Family Ties was that was a Introduced me to a lot of different things. I learned about alcoholism, and I got to see Courtney Cox for the first time. So,
0: oh yeah, forgot yeah, she was huge. on there. Forgot she was on there. What was it? Justine Bateman. Is that the sister? Yeah,
1: Justine Bateman. Jason
0: yep. Bateman's sister. Yeah, no, that's. I yeah, I I loved Family Ties so much so that I used to dress like Alex B. Keaton, and then I realized <laughs> as I got older that he was this right wing. <laughs> super conservative <laughs> Reagan acolyte, and I'm like, yeah, that's. So when people tell me that I used to be like Alex B. Keaton growing up, I'm like, yeah, minus the Republican stuff, right? So. But yeah, I mean, it made him likable. Like, yeah, it was kind of funny to see the 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 disparity between his neoliberal parents and this young yeah because it's usually the opposite yeah, right it's exactly. usually
1: it's the conservative parents with the rebellious kid rebellious kids and was the other way around so that was a cool cool dynamic
0: yeah. no i agree that's on my list fresh prince
1: oh yeah that's a good one o- only for charles in charge
0: charles in charge <laughs> fuck scott baio man <laughs> <laughs> charles in charge it was so bad it was does, so bad but that made it so good does it's always sunny count
1: it was like Ishtar
0: it's, yeah just watch Lawrence of Arabia instead um <laughs> does Is This Always Sunny in Philadelphia count? yeah uh,
1: no cause no
0: why not? Danny DeVito's their dad yeah and the only reason they actually are all together is because he owns the bar right and Dee and Dennis are brother and sister that's true that show's fucking hysterical <laughs> like, I don't, Yeah, it is. it's hard, It's hard for me to never to talk about sitcoms and not talk about the show and it's all from here and they're all super nice like they're all right. like, everybody that I've ever heard that worked on that show because they always shoot around here they always say like yeah they're all as nice as you think they are except I heard Glenn Howerton's kind of a D but, but Rob McElhenney's super nice and Charlie Day's super nice and yeah that show's hysterical and it was terrible the first season. I remember someone gave me the first season. It it's always sunny. And I thought it was the worst show I'd ever seen. And then Daniel DeVito shows up in season two and absolutely changes the dynamic for the best. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I think I told you this, like when I went, um, I think when I, when I got the, the, the first tattoo from Shane O'Neill, um, and I went there, and I was like, you know, seven or eight hours sitting in a chair. And he, and he just – he had all these shows. He threw on It's Always Sunny. And I watched like <laughs> 10 episodes back-to-back of that. And, and uh, it was really good. I was like, man, this is a good show. So
0: you haven't watched it at all recently? No. So, no. so Come you... on. Like, I,
1: I, the, the fact that I watched two episodes of The Boys That's true. this week and and two episodes of The Goldbergs, that's amazing.
0: Well, so the the entire running joke last year was in between shooting Mac or Rob McElhenny convinced the guys at FX that he needed to go to to hire a personal trainer. So he went from fat Mac because in all right. So the story was in real life his he's married to D the the girl that plays Caitlin Olson the girl that plays Sweet D. So she was going through she had just gotten pregnant and she was getting really big. So in order to make her feel better about the weight that he put or that she put on, he put on like 70 pounds, like just got fat as hell. Like two, like this was like two or three years ago. It just came back to, they just wrote it into the show that he was just this fat mess. So last season, before last season, he went to FX and they're like, all right, part of this season is I need to hire a personal trainer. Cause I'm going to be jacked. And they're like, Oh, okay. And so the running joke, the entire season is nobody notices. So, like, he's wearing, like, these super tight T-shirts, and he's absolutely, like, Mark Wahlberg shredded, and, like, nobody notices. So, like, still calls him fat the entire time. (laughs) So, the running joke is Rob McElhaney convinced uh, convinced FXX to pay for his personal trainer for a year, and then they just never used it on the show whatsoever. Like, he always, like, he'll come up, and he'll be, like, flexing in front of people, and they're like, can you get your fat-ass arm out of my way, please? (laughs) So good. (laughs) I love that show, but I guess that doesn't count. All right, that's all I got. I got a couple other randos in there. Third Rock from the Sun.
1: Oh, my God, that was good.
0: It was good. There's another show that nobody watches, and the only reason I even saw it as many times as I did is it's on NBC, I think, after maybe Goldberg's, or it was on after Goldberg's, called Speechless. You ever see it, Steve? Uh-uh.
2: Uh-uh.
0: When when Gol, if you ever, uh, you're probably never gonna watch Goldberg's Live. It's mini driver uh, plays the mom, and there's a couple other people, but the, like the one kid has cerebral palsy, so he's he. But then like the the one guy from Reno 911 plays his caretaker, dude. It is one of the better. Like I'm kind of mad that I don't DVR it, like, but and I think it got canceled or anything. But it was surprisingly hysterical. When I saw the oh, wow. episodes, and it was really smartly written, so that's yeah. all I got. I did, I did have uh, Happy
1: Days on my list too. I mean, Man, I can't, fuck you I mean,
0: in your fucking happy days. You know
1: I love I, you know I love the Cunningham's, and the last one, and this wasn't even on my list, but it came to me as we were talking, and completely underrated as a, and again, it's probably and it probably falls in that um, it's always sunny area, but it is a Dad a brother, um, but Titus the show Titus.
0: I, okay, I thought you were going to say "Get a Life" because that's the last one on my list.
1: No, no, Titus, I, like Christopher Titus. Yeah, I know. Um, mm-hmm. Stacy Keach is his dad. Like, dad is. Zach, there's
0: some, Zach Ward plays his brother. Yeah, yeah, and, there, and there's some
1: good. There's some good stuff in there. And if you ever w- listen to his, like, the whole thing, that show was like starting to take off, and. He completely botched the negotiation and Fox mm-hmm. or FX or whatever killed it. Yeah. But man, if you go back and watch some of those episodes, it is really like and it it, it pull a lot of the stuff from his stand up, but he does that the, like the soliloquies or the monologues, right, where he's standing in the room and he turns the light out at the end. Yeah. Like the way that the way that he tells the story and the way it ties in with his real life story is, is really good. I'm a big fan of big fan of Titus. So
0: yeah. you didn't know get a life didn't get a rise out of you at all?
1: A, no, the Chris Elliott, the Chris Elliott show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fair enough. Nope, that's all I got. And now we are hitting eighty-three minutes. That yeah, that yeah, that was good.
1: That was good. That's because I went into a bunch of other stuff, and you know, I, I threw some breaking news in there about Andrew Luck retiring and yeah. El Camino, which will be the the Breaking Bad movie.
0: So yeah, I'm on board. I'll watch there it. There you go.
1: So with by the time I post this, this will be our podcast will be out of date because this will be old news. Yeah. All right, so with that, that'll put a bow on this episode of the Matchwits podcast. Uh, you can check a, check us out on Twitter at Matchwits. Uh, go to our website at matchwits.com. Uh, follow us, uh, download, or give us reviews and ratings on your favorite podcast applications, Himalaya, uh, Spotify. There is, uh, of course, iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we'll be back next week with a, with a new show. And until then, Chris, take us out.
0: Good night and good luck. <laughs> Would you say <laughs> good night and good luck
2: Oh it's like I started breathing all the night we